This is Very Public Affairs, the podcast of the Centre for Corporate Public Affairs. Here's your host, Wayne Burns. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Wayne Burns, Director of the Centre for Corporate Public Affairs, and thank you for joining us. This week, we're examining some of the big themes and discussions during the Centre's recent Head of Function and Senior Practitioners Roundtable. About 40 public affairs leaders met to discuss the daily and long-term challenges of managing a corporate public affairs function in large organisations. One of the biggest challenges for leaders in the profession is how to manage themselves, how to stay fresh, motivated and energised while managing one of the fastest moving functions in any corporation or organisation. We spoke to Louisa Magale, the Head of Function at International Infrastructure Development Company Landlease, and Karen Munzi, leader of the function at health insurer and health services delivery company Australian Unity. We asked them both how they manage themselves to keep on top of their game and their advice on how to sustain a lifelong career in corporate public affairs. We also talked to them about how their corporation is dealing with digital disruption, as well as what they are looking for when spotting talent and recruiting good people and their tips for younger people wanting to land a good job in corporate public affairs. Top tips. So Joe Burke from the Centre caught up with them on the sidelines of the Leaders' Roundtable. It's sometimes said that corporate public affairs is one of the fastest moving management functions in terms of issues and multitasking. And I wanted to hear from Louisa Magali and Karen Munzi about their advice on how to nurture and maintain their energy and stamina throughout their careers. First, we'll hear from Louisa and Karen will follow. You wouldn't go into this profession unless you didn't have it like a deep love of the pace. I don't know anyone um, in the gig who doesn't enjoy being at the centre um, of, of where it's all happening. So probably the first point is we're probably hardwired to enjoy it. But managing your energy is, energy is everything, not managing your time. So when there is downtime, take it use the chance to refresh yourself in other ways that aren't work-related. I read biographies, I can read a lot of history, I love listening to true crime podcasts. Um, One, I keep saying it makes me a more interesting person, Um, but secondly, it just allows my brain to do something differently. Your brain is not hardwired to keep going and going and going because you'd start making, to be perfectly blunt, really poor decisions. So allow yourself the the mental respite um, of refreshing your own brain oh look I agree that it is one of the fastest but equally I actually think everyone has it pretty hard these days and I think being able to empathize with your colleagues about that is actually an important part of it Um, look thinking about a long career I think you do have to pace yourself you have to understand that when you're right in the depths of an issue or managing something you know really make sure that you do understand that it's a point in time you know that as there's a saying um, about raising children it's you know the days are long but the years are short and I think the same can actually be said in relation to a career it's easy to get caught up in the freneticism but you actually do just have to take a step back you know really ask yourself from time to time is this going to matter in one day one week one month three months six months one year and if the answer is it's not going to matter next week then really think about how much time you should be investing in that particular issue. I then asked what attributes Karen and Louisa look for as corporate public affairs leaders when hiring public affairs practitioners. Karen's up first here and will be followed by Louisa. Uh, Number one is curiosity so I think and I spoke uh, 
to the round table earlier, I think that sense of curiosity is something that is just incredibly important. And that's not only about the obvious things like, you know, politics, business news, global events, what's happening at the World Economic Forum, what's Trump done. It's, you know, it's broader than that. What's your curiosity about understanding what's the latest kind of zeitgeist moment around a TV show or a podcast? Or it's that real sense of curiosity that I look for, someone who's broad, who's well-rounded. I don't look for particular degrees. I think it's completely irrelevant as long as you've got a sense of curiosity, a willingness to learn. Um, I think they're the key things that I really look for. I do start with wanting people who can think and write and have empathy for the other person's position. So the hard skill, of course, is I want them to be able to write, but the empathy is really important because we're peddlers of influence. And our stakeholder engagement skills are key. I'm actually less interested these days in people's backgrounds. Um, you know, I've got a person on my team who's a former ballerina. I've got an Olympic athlete. Their backgrounds don't matter as much as the way they approach uh, the work, that curiosity, the interest, um, the way they relate to others, all really important. But in terms of hard skills, I am looking for people who can think visually, who can translate um, complex um, discussion points into more shorter uh, vignettes that help the very modern exhausted brain um, understand the information I want them to understand. It's a fast-paced industry and I'm interested in what these two leaders perceive as having been the biggest developments in the corporate public affairs profession over the past few decades. Here's Karen first and Louisa second. Oh look it's it's just undoubtedly it's the it's the same issues that are impacting um, across so many industries and so many functions. It's just the speed of technological change, the you know, information flows, you know, someone talked earlier about their first job um, being literally uh, cutting out, you know, the, the articles in the newspaper um, and sticking them on bits of paper. I never actually quite did that, um, but the reality is, you know, it is quite extraordinary just the pace of change, the way information flows, you know, but issues can also, you know, flame, they can just flames so quickly but die out pretty quickly as well but I think it's really understanding that that issues flow and how to make sure that you really understand how you're going to manage it because things just move so incredibly quickly and technology just the ability you know to use it to your advantage as well the ability to actually bypass and go directly to many of your constituents whether that be through a website through a podcast whatever means you choose you have got that ability now. Probably the real convergence of IT and digital platforms over how people communicate, how they interact with each other. You know, the days of the memo are well and truly gone. Uh, the days of uh, automation are, are here with us. And that is probably the skill set that people need to get their minds around is that there is going to be further development in AI, further development in how algorithms serve you up information. Um, so how you can peddle influence as one person in an environment where machines can influence elections actually has got some real, uh, real resonance. It's been the trend for a while, it's going to continue to be the trend. With so much on, how do you stay motivated and fresh as a long-term public affairs professional? Louisa will begin and Karen will end the segment. I'm a news and policy junkie, like most of the people who um, belong in this profession. It isn't hard work. There isn't a work-life balance issue for me because I love this stuff in my downtime. 
this is the it's what interests me it's what engages me um, so the work itself I find refreshing and challenging those those high five moments when you are able to um, something you predicted would happen or something you've been working towards you pull off um, that's the stuff that really does sustain me and the day I don't want to come into work the day I think that I don't have anything to offer that's the day I have to give it up but uh, I'm hoping that day's a long way away Louisa thank you very much cheers Look, for me, it goes back to that conversation we were having earlier about curiosity. You know, I, I'm always wanting to learn more. So, you know, earlier this week, I spent some time understanding how AI is influencing, you know, more broadly around some of the marketing um, dynamics um, that we're seeing. So really just making sure that you take advantage of the opportunities that come up. You know, the online world is, you know, it can suck you in, but there is an absolute plethora of resources there that can keep you up to date with, you know, what are these global trends? What are the mega trends that are really impacting society? And how do you keep on top of it? That actually keeps me fresh, um, just understanding that. And it means the role's constantly changing. Um, you know, I can't bear, I can't imagine doing the same job day after day after day so really keeping on top of what's happening and trying to interpret that and understand what's that impact going to be in the future that's what keeps me fresh Karen thank you so much thank you very much you're listening to very public affairs the regular podcast of the center for corporate public affairs the center is a membership by company organization comprising 150 member corporations across Asia-Pacific. We work with our members to disseminate international best practice on managing corporate public affairs. And we offer and deliver professional development to public affairs practitioners globally, including via our online learning platform. The Centre also conducts research into managing the function. Follow us on Twitter or LinkedIn, or visit us at www accpa.com.au or download the Centre's app which is available both on iTunes and Google Play. Another area of discussion at the Roundtable focused on the attributes of the most effective and successful corporate public affairs leaders and especially practitioners committed to working in the public affairs function for most or all of their careers. Among the seven attributes most valued were the capacity to remain calm and composed during management of a substantial issue or crisis, keeping a cool head, leaders apportioning credit for good work and outcomes to her or his team members, and conversely, leaders taking responsibility for failures or poor outcomes, the function implementing an organisational decision to which it may have objected to the very letter fulfilling it, showing cabinet solidarity in other words, Number four, leaders, because of their encouragement and actions, be perceived as the professional developer-in-chief by championing professional development in the team. Five, avoiding micromanagement and making sure leaders recruit practitioners that may be smarter than them and who may be ready to step into leadership shoes in a very few years. Six, being able to delegate, made easier if the capability and experience of the team has been bolstered by smart recruitment and by actively developing capabilities within the team. And lastly, making a deliberate decision to remain curious about the communities in which the organisation operates, and curious also about what is influencing the trends and developments in societies, including those internationally. So, the Centre's Head of Function and Senior Practitioners Roundtable provided us with a fantastic outlook on the state of the function in large organisations across Asia-Pacific. 
Corporate public affairs is one of the fastest moving management functions in any organisation and this means that its leaders must be dynamic and passionate about their job and about the team that they're managing. An era of digital disruption and fickle public opinion means that the function is as significant as it is challenging. And if it's done right, the rewards are worthwhile for the corporation, for the corporation's shareholders, stakeholders, and for practitioners themselves. I'm Wayne Birds. Thank you for joining us for another Very Public Affairs podcast. If you enjoyed this episode of Very Public Affairs, subscribe in iTunes and leave a review. For more, visit the Centre for Corporate Public Affairs website at www.accpa.com.au.